Hey and welcome to Eliza starting at 16. I'm Eliza Rubin, an 18-year-old girl living at Harvard University. I'm a freshman and I'm here to do my very best to explain the big wide world of teenagers these days. So first off this week, something that I'm obsessed with is a podcast called The Thread, which is really creative in my opinion. There are a lot of podcasts that follow a common trend like investigating a true crime, someone was falsely accused, and they turns out, you know, we'll find out who really did it is still out there, which is all great, and I really love those sometimes, but this one is really creative and original to me. Um, basically, it's called The Thread because it goes back from the death of John Lennon, the murder of John Lennon, and traces the cause of that backwards, which kind of sounds like something convoluted or it doesn't really make sense but basically it goes back from John Lennon to Catcher in the Rye backwards from J.D. Salinger to his love to her love to I don't know it's really interesting and I'm not gonna like spoil the track but it's really fascinating just seeing how different totally seemingly irrelevant events in history connect and how one thing leads to another so I would definitely definitely recommend that it's called The Thread Now, something really weird that I'm also kind of obsessed with, kind of creeped out by, is an account on Instagram. So, to give you some context for this, if you're not constantly looking at Instagram, or maybe even if you're not constantly looking at, like, young person Instagram, there's a specific kind of account out there that's a really pretty girl who is super artistic, probably, or into art. She's probably in an urban area she loves concerts she probably has tattoos that are really cool and is pierced like all over her ears or her nose or whatever she probably hangs out with really cool friends maybe she posts pictures of her art she's really good at makeup she captions she wears great clothing always looks really cool but like kind of laid back but really cool um she probably has a million or so or just a lot of followers on instagram all of her friends seem awesome. She parties a lot. Um, she's, like, socially aware. Like, I usually, she's often socially aware. And she captions her photos with, like, kind of wry, like, seemingly I don't care kind of captions. Like, she just seems very kind of spunky and alternative and, like, I don't care and you want to be like her. But she's, like, kind of got this, I don't know, enigmatic quality and kind of like wow she looks cool and she makes cigarettes look cool even though I think that's gross like I don't know I sound like a total dork but it's a very seemingly very specific type of person but really if you look all over Instagram you can find a ton of them and there's one that has kind of a twist and that is because she's not a real person her username is Lil Michaela L-I-L-M-I-Q-U-E-L-A And she fits, basically fits all of those criteria, and I didn't list those looking at her, but they all apply, and she'll do collaborations with people, she'll take photos with other people, but the thing is, she's not a person. She's, like, an animation. She's really pretty, she posts pictures of her makeup, like, they all tend to do, really creative, but it's so eerie because whoever is Lil Michaela's creator clearly has an excellent handle on what this kind of person is like, down to the very specifics. She has 443,000 followers. She, her, um, her bio has 
a link to the Planned Parenthood donation website. She's like verified. She's a little check check mark next to her name. She has an email account. She's got pictures of herself just looking cool in a Polaroid with friends. She's got funny makeup on like spiders for Halloween. She's even she's like socially conscious. Like I said, she's trying to she's talking about white supremacy and white privilege and talking about DACA. So it's really fascinating to scroll through and see that she just kind of checks all the boxes for this kind of person down to like ironic photo of Lindsay Lohan from the 2000s. You know, it's really, really interesting because it's meta and it's creepy and I just, I can't recommend enough just scrolling through her thing to see how specific and yet so common this kind of thing is and that's not to like bash any of those people because like they're real people they're all obviously different they all have their little quirks but it's so the it's one of those things where you don't realize how common it is until you realize someone can copy it to a t and Famous people follow her. The famous makeup artist Pat McGrath follows her on Instagram. Just, it's, she's capturing people's attention and doing collaborations with people despite not being real, which kind of makes me question, like, so what does it take to be a successful account or be successful on social media or do this kind of art, performance art project of creating a person who's not a person and even though she's not a person, she's being treated exactly the way real people are. So if you don't need to be a human to have this successful thing, people still want to look at her even though her face isn't real. They still want to see her makeup and comment on the photos as if she's a real person, as if they're her real friends. She's in photos like edited in with friends. So we're treating her and all agreeing to treat her like she's a real person even though she isn't. So what does that mean about social media and technology and I'm not that's not a rhetorical question that's a genuine I don't know what it means it means something creepy especially because I've just been watching Westworld obviously I say she's not a human there's a human running it so what's their perspective I would be fascinated and now something I'm done with that I didn't really ever think I would be done with but here we go it's memes which like every teenager loves memes I still have a place for them in my heart but it's so, it's like such an oversaturated market. I am so oversaturated. Every Instagram page, Instagram explore thing, it's just memes, 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 the same ones over and over. They're not that funny. Everyone's making them. There are a billion pages that have like 200,000 followers and my whole Facebook feed is just different people tagging each other in memes. And it's like when you and your best friend finally finish a test and then it's a picture of two dogs and it's like us when we finally finish our tests and it's like this is you and me and I just like it's really sweet the sweet part is like people tagging each other I do actually like that because it's like cute but like I don't really see what anyone's doing anymore because everything is just like these freaking memes man and the part that bothers me the most because like fine memes are lighthearted. like I'm tired of them but whatever is that people are capitalizing on it like Denny's I've mentioned before Denny's diner has like clearly some amazing social media person who makes ads not ads sorry who like makes memes and posts like kind of random absurdist stuff and everyone loves it and like 
oh, check out how Wendy's and McDonald's, like, memed at each other to give some hilarious response and everyone's like falling in love with them and can you believe it and now they're on BuzzFeed because it's so hilarious that they would do this like that's just some person who's amazing at the internet or some like 20 year old that they hired who's doing an amazing job and should get a raise but it's not like now we love this corporation which I think they think it is and I'm going on a tangent but the point is when it comes to the point where like I'm pretty sure Gucci, I think it was. Yeah, it was Gucci. It was like hashtag TFW Gucci, which means like the feel when Gucci. I just, I like, I can't can't do that anymore. (laughs) I am a person who's particularly exhausted um, by just capitalizing on our generation's trends, thinking that you can like trick us into buying things what what like 21 year old is buying Gucci anyway and if they are is that because you made a meme about it is that because you made a meme about like skipping out on rent to afford Gucci I just like I I can't it's a form of art there's actually some really interesting discourse about how like absurdist memes are are like modern form of Dadaism which is fantastic and really interesting and I buy it but it's just it's just getting old as being so ubiquitous part of the fun I think was that it was kind of obscure the point is like one makes the rounds it's really funny but now it's gotten to a point where everyone's kind of picking up on it and you know (laughs) when it's all you see you might say hey Liza if it's all you see then why not hop off Instagram and Facebook and the answer is I have I kind of find it to be a pain that's not just the memes that's also because like I've just kind of drifted away from them. I don't really post on my Finsta anymore. I don't really check anymore. I don't really go on Snapchat. I've just kind of avoided those lately because I, I don't know, I'm, I'm not that interested um, at this point. But, and I'm kind of tired of the antics of like all the sneaky little things that they're trying to do, all the new forms um, through which they can sell to us, like tagging, you know, you can now click on an ad and buy the thing straight from the app. Great. Sponsored content that matches exactly what I like Googled yesterday. Okay, great. Like I know I'm being watched. I just, whatever. I've grown weary. I don't know if you can tell. I'm in a weary state anyway, because it's only Tuesday, but I'm a college freshman in a stressful period right before Thanksgiving break. But point is, I'm weary and I won't be tagging my people in memes anymore because I probably won't be looking. So that is that for this week. Thank you so much for listening and come back around Thanksgiving when I'll be back in the city because who knows what we'll be into by then. Hint, it's probably going to be apple pie. 